0: How do I know if I need coaching or mentoring? Wow, that's a really good question. It's one that I talk about often on this podcast with our guests. Determining whether you need coaching or mentoring often depends on your... Leadership isn't about being an authority. It isn't about having charisma or being in control or knowing all the answers. So what does it mean to be a leader? That's what we're here to find out. I'm Nicholas, your host, founder of Eagle Transformational Coaching. Come and join us as we sit down with amazing leaders from all walks of life. Let's transform today's leadership into effective leadership here on the Life I Lead podcast. Well, 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 welcome to another edition of the Life I Lead podcast. I am Nicholas, your host and founder of Eagle Transformational Coaching. And this week is the week on the Life I Lead for Ask Me Anything. The last two or three weeks, we've been out there advertising Ask Me Anything. Um, And here, I'm going to reveal those questions, some of those questions, and some of those answers. And we've had a really good response, actually. And it's clear, and I was just on LinkedIn earlier. And I responded to something that I, I, I read. And it's clear that there is beginning to emerge this concept of what is the difference between mentoring and coaching? And consultancy, and do I know whether I need a mentor or do I need a coach or do I need a consultant? So, we've got a lot of questions on that. So, I'm going to try and sum that up. I'm going to look at some questions regarding mentoring and coaching and can it change society? Um, why is mo- mentoring and coaching become so popular? So, we've got a lot of questions, but I'm going to start with this question you know, what is the difference between mentoring, coaching, and consultancy? They are distinct approaches to professional development and support each with its own focus and here and this is my opinion and lots of people i would love it if you come back um and give us your opinion as well i'll put this on various forums in a position where you can respond but i'm going to look at the the four elements of each of these concepts purpose the scope the focus and the relationship i'm going to look at mentoring first the purpose of mentoring so mentoring is typically a relationship based process where an experienced and knowledgeable individual the mentor provides guidance support to a less experienced person the mentee the purpose is to help the purpose is to help the mentees personal and professional growth right so that's the purpose of it the the scope of it mentoring often involves broader And probably a more holistic approach addressing both the personal and the career development so that's the scope we're looking at how you as a person interact with you as a career professional career developer in a career what's the focus well mentoring focuses on the mentees long-term development offering wisdom encouragement and sharing personal experiences. This is where you make as a mentor, you make the experience of the mentee relevant, relevant and relative. The relationship in mentoring, it usually involves a longer term relationship. It can only be based on trust and mutual respect. And I would say to anybody, I remember talking about this on the podcast with Kathy O'Donoghue, and we were both in agreement. And if you are being mentored now and you don't have a framework or contract or an initiation document that explains expectations and responsibilities, then you need to go back to your mentor and say, This is a longer term relationship. It's going to be based on trust and mutual respect. And we need to map what that looks like out in a document. Okay. So that's mentoring. I now thought about coaching, the same. Areas, purpose, scope, focus and relationship. The purpose of coaching is goal orientated and performance driven. It aims to help individuals improve specific skills or achieve particular goals, often related to their professional roles or specific challenges. So that's what I would consider the purpose of coaching. What's the scope of coaching then? Well, it typically has a narrower focus on skills enhancement or goal achievement. I remember mentoring, we were looking at the broader, more holistic approach, addressing personal and career development. Well, coaching, I say, is focusing on skills enhancement or goal achievement. So how does that focus? What's the focus of coaching? Coaches ask questions. They provide feedback and they help clients discover their solutions. It's about facilitating self-directed learning and self-improvement. All right. So now we're moving to facilitation. It's about facilitating self-directed learning and self-improvement. So how does that form um, a relationship. Well, coaching relationships can often be shorter than mentoring relationships, and they're based on clear objectives and clear outcomes. So I often build a coaching package directly around the needs of the coachee, the person who wants to be coaching. Okay, so that's mentoring and coaching. And finally, consultancy. Same premise, what's the purpose, the scope, the focus, and the relationship? Well, consultancy involves providing expert advice solutions recommendations that can address specific business or organisation problems or challenges that's its purpose all right we've gone from um a relationship based process where i'm sharing my experiences we've gone sharper then from the coaching of goal orientated and performance driven and now we're on consultancy which involves providing expert advice and solutions and recommendations to those specific business or organizational problems and challenges. So what's its scope? It usually deals with specific issues or specific projects within an organization. That's it. All right. Notice we're not looking now at the person Per se, we're looking at the organisation. We're looking at the business specific. We're looking at recommendations to address. So what's its focus? Consultants are subject matter experts who analyse problems, propose solutions and often play an active role in implementing those solutions. See how now we're we're becoming uh, somebody who walks alongside not just your personal life and experiences, not just your goal oriented or performance-driven issues. We're now implementing our expert subject matter. Relationships, consultancy is often short-term engagement with clearly defined deliverables. Wow. So we've looked at coaching, our personal, our mentoring. Sorry, we've looked at mentoring. How this typical relationship is based on a process where experience and knowledge is shared. Coaching, where we're looking at goal oriented, performance driven, we're asking questions, we're providing feedback, and helping the clients discover their solutions. Consultancy, we're providing expert advice. So let's pull that together then. In summary, mentoring is about nurturing a mentee's development. Coaching is goal-focused and performance-driven, and consultancy involves offering specialised advice to address specific challenges. Each approach serves a unique purpose, and organisations often will use a combination of these methods to support their employees and achieve their objectives. That's a huge amount of information there that I've, I've I've given, and there are so many variables with this question. Do I want a transformational coach? Do I want to mentor? You know. So I hope I've covered what those three main sectors—mentoring, coaching, and consultancy—mean for you. Wow! There we go. Another question, and a dear friend of mine, Les Les Gill, uh, who's a very accomplished coach, great. Um, Source of wisdom, a great energy. And he contacted me and said to me, Nicholas, what exactly is a transformational coach? It's a really interesting question. I am a transformational coach in leadership and I also do consultancy in leadership. I do mentoring uh, in a philanthropic way and I often do a bit of coaching. But why transformational? A transformational coach is a type of coach who specializes in guiding individuals through personal and professional transformations. We transform people. The primary focus of a transformational coach actually is to help their clients create a profound and lasting change or changes in their lives. Okay, so I've tried to break down some characteristics and aspects of transformational coaching. So, yes, bit like other coaching, we look at personal growth and development. Transformational coaching is centered around personal growth and development. Coaches work with clients to help them identify and achieve long-term goals, both in their personal lives that then intertwine and marry into their professional careers. We focus on mindset shifts. Say that quickly. So a transformational coach often helps clients shift their mindset and their beliefs and their systems of belief i encourage my clients to develop a more positive empowered growth orientated mindset which can be essential for making significant changes in their lives and thus then in their professional lives i work around the concept of self awareness i encourage my clients to develop a deeper understanding of themselves including And for me, paramountly important is their values, their strengths, their weaknesses, their motivations. For a transformational coach, self-awareness is a crucial foundation for personal transformation. What else do we do as a transformational coach? Well, we clarify goals and visions. Transformational coaches assist their clients in clarifying their vision for the future and setting meaningful inspiring goals and this involves helping clients identify really their core values and their core purpose. Uh, We help clients overcome obstacles. So as a transformational coach, I help clients identify and overcome the obstacles, the fears and limiting beliefs they may be holding which are holding them back from achieving their desired transformation. Accountability. Transformational coaches provide a level of accountability. And so I ensure that clients stay on track towards their goals, maintain momentum throughout the transformational process. You know, a lot of a risk of a long-term mentoring program or coaching program is often it loses steam very quickly. And one of the things about transformational coaching is that you see the goal, you see the end product, you see the vision, And it's my job to keep that transformation going. A significant aspect of transformational coaching is empowering clients to actually take ownership of their lives. I encourage people and give people the tools to take ownership of their decisions, to start owning their actions. It encourages, first of all, self-leadership and independence. To empower yourself will mean that you can start to empower others. There's an holistic approach. Transformational coaching often takes this holistic approach, addressing various aspects of life, including careers, relationships, well-being, personal fulfillment. It recognizes that these are interconnected and impact each other. That holistic approach. You are a whole person. And this is one of the challenges that people face in their careers. You're one person at home. You're a different person in the office. You're a different person with your mates in the pub. You're a different person on the golf course. You're a different person with your children. And eventually what happens is you lose your holisticism. You become so siloed and fragmented that you forget the, the you, the entity of you. Obviously, in all aspects of mentoring, coaching, and consulting, there is support and encouragement. Coaches provide emotional support, encouragement, and guidance as clients navigate these challenges and these uncertainties of personal transformation, right? This isn't about, I've just discovered that you have trust issues, right? You need to go and work on that. We have discovered that there might be some areas where you are lacking in trust, and it's triggered by this situation and that situation. What do we need to do to overcome that? That's a big difference. And there's a long-term impact. Transformational coaching is concerned with creating lasting changes rather than quick fixes. It aims to help clients develop skills and habits that will continue to serve them beyond this coaching relationship. Transformational coaching can be applied in various contexts. I apply it to leadership development, career transitions, life changes, personal growth. It's often tailored to the unique needs and goals of each individual client. And so what I offer is often highly personalized and effective for those seeking significant and sustainable transformation in their lives. It is no accident that this podcast is called The Life I Lead. It is no accident that I penned my book called The Life I Lead because for me, if you transform your life and everything in its entity of your life, you will transform your leadership, your marriage, your parenting, your sibling relationships, your wider family relationships, your extended family relationships. All right? So I hope that gives you a little sense of why I am a transformational coach. Uh And often people will think, I don't need a transformational coach. And then when they start delving into what they think is the issue, they often come back and go, do you know what? I really do think I need a transformational coach. Right, another question has come in. This is a question from somebody I have never heard of before, which is wonderful. Why is coaching and mentoring becoming so popular today? This is a really good question. And it is becoming a phenomenon. It's a little bit like in the 90s, everyone had to have a personal trainer. And now we all have to have a personal coach or a personal mentor or a personal consultant at our fingertips. I'm on speed dial, I'm sure, to many a confused and transforming person. I don't think that's true for a minute. Anyway, why has coaching and mentoring become so popular today? The list is endless. I think it's becoming increasingly popular in recent years. uh, And I pulled out a few reasons, I think. Firstly, because I think the world has become more complex and really fast paced. In today's world, individuals face a wide range of challenges in their personal and professional lives. Coaching and mentoring provide guidance and support to navigate these changes effectively. You know, often what what we know on a Monday is very different to what we know on the Friday of the same week. The world is changing and we're impacted and influenced by so much now. You know, you have to listen to Elon Musk yesterday or, you know, by the time you listen to this, whenever you listen to Elon Musk at Bletchley Park telling us we're all going to lose our jobs and we're going to work if we really want to. You know, the world is changing. It's complex and it's fast paced. Also, there's continuous learning and development. People recognize now that that there is a real importance for lifelong learning beyond what we used to call professional development. Beyond that compliance and professional development, we're becoming lifelong learners in order to become successful. Coaching and mentoring offer a structured process for skill enhancement, goal achievement, self-improvement, self-discipline, self-discovery. So I think, you know, that continuous learning aspect is becoming vital. Leadership and career development. The world of organizations and individuals alike are beginning to value leadership and career development. There was a natural path of progression and promotion 20 years ago, 30 years ago. That is not there now there is not that great example of influence and admiration of leadership. Coaching and mentoring are effective tools for developing leadership skills, authentic leadership skills, advancing careers organically and with a great foundation and, successive, and succession planning. You know, we all say it, one of the key aspects, one of the key responsibilities of a leader is to create more leaders, not more followers. So we need to be thinking about succession planning. Of course, there is this huge, and rightly so, huge emphasis on well-being. The growing emphasis on well-being and work-life balance and mental health, coaching and coaches and mentors can provide guidance on these topics. You know, helping individuals lead that more balanced and fulfilling life. This is becoming more and more important. Sit down in 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 a quiet room at the end of the day and think about what emphasis have you put today on your well-being? and what aspects of your well-being have you completely ignored and you'll be surprised if you're honest with yourself so well-being is a growing emphasis on on our daily lives a big one customization and personalization coaching and mentoring is tailored now to individual needs and individual goals we offer a personalized approach allowing clients to address specific challenges to them and create specific objectives to them. If you look at coaching and mentoring within organizations not many years ago and it was a set framework that you're going to fit into and we're going to we're going to force you through you know I saw an amazing description of a lady who was a coach and speaker and leader and and she's called putting round pegs in square holes. And that's what we've done historically. And now there is this emphasis on customization and personalization. Another aspect is because of increased awareness. There's greater awareness of the benefits of coaching and mentoring, thanks to success stories, research, the proliferation of professional coaches, organizations, and associations. You know, you can you can join networks of people of like-mindedness as you. You can gather support because you are not in this alone. People are far more aware. We're far more aware of how we talk to people, how we interact with people, how we lead with people, how we accept people's backgrounds and systems. The obvious one, remote working and virtual coaching. I coach a lot of people in the States. I coach a lot of people in Canada. Um, And remote work, people have that isolation that we haven't had before. The rise of remote working technology has made it easier to access coaching and mentoring services. Virtual coaching platforms and communication tools have expanded our reach beyond uh, anything that was comprehensible. I think there's a generational shift. Younger generations in particular are open to seeking guidance and mentorship to accelerate their careers and their personal development. They see the value in learning from experienced professionals. Why? Because they're magpies at careers. They take exactly what they need when they need it. They're strategic about their career path. They're creating their own path. So this generational interest in what do I want to be and what does success look like for me has meant that coaching and mentoring has become a crucial part of a generation. Supportive leadership, organizations are increasingly recognizing the value of coaching and mentoring for their employees' development. We don't want people who are stagnant at the early runs of their career. You know, it's easy to get into a career and think, gosh, I'm going to sit here for life now. They're going to uh, nurture me gently over the next 25 years. But you're finding that uh, people want hungry employees. We want employees who are pushing themselves and sit down at the end of your day as an employee and think, where did I push myself? Where did I think uh, about my own initiative, my own empowerment, my own growth? Um, Focus on results. Coaching and mentoring are results orientated and clients and organizations appreciate the measurable outcomes and the ROI that these services provide. We're setting goals for people Goals that they might not even have comprehended. And we're saying, here's your end product for this phase, for this season, for this project, for this initiative. Let's reach this goal and we're going to help you create this yellow bit road to do it. Overall, then, coaching and mentoring have gained popularity because they offer valuable support and guidance in an increasingly complex, competitive and more individualistic world. And we help individuals and organizations adapt, grow, and thrive in as many and as varied aspects of life and work. And I'm going to follow up immediately with a question from a friend of mine who I've just finished a coaching program with. Um, I've given out no names, so I haven't embarrassed anybody on this course. But this question follows in brilliantly, and it's does coaching and mentoring benefit a client's belief in who they actually are? And the answer to that is yes, absolutely. I'm going to pull out just two or three. Enhancing self-awareness. If you go through a coaching, a mentoring, a consultancy season of your life, I can guarantee your self-awareness will be enhanced. We encourage self-reflection, self-awareness. Clients will inevitably gain a better understanding of their own strengths and weaknesses and values and motivations. And this increased self-awareness often leads to more solid belief in their authentic self. And that is the basis of so much. Nobody's going to marry you unless they've seen your authenticity. Nobody's going to be loyal to you unless they've seen your trustworthiness. So that self-awareness and enhancement is so key confidence building. We help clients recognize their capabilities, their potential, how we do it by providing positive feedback, validation, encouragement, and that can boost a client's self-confidence and belief in their abilities. It sounds so simple, but when was the last time you felt confident? in a meeting at work when was the last time you felt confident going into a one to one with your boss when was the last time you felt confident as a leader trying to disseminate information that you don't actually agree with when was the last time you felt confident sitting before the board and saying i cannot achieve it in that time frame or on that budget or on that on that team you know if you're being honest that confidence building that validation and encouragement is so important to making you a better leader a better person Um, let's have a look, overcoming imposter syndrome. Coaching and mentoring helps clients address imposter syndrome, this common feeling of self-doubt, inadequacy. And how do we do that? Well, we provide evidence of their competence and helping them internalize their achievements. And these these services can mitigate such feelings. All right, so overcoming imposter syndrome is really key. And ultimately, personal growth. Clients who engage in coaching and mentoring often undergo personal growth and development as they acquire new skills, as they overcome challenges and gain new perspectives. All right, so often people come for consultancy, mentoring and coaching, and they think they've got this organizational issue and project, and often they have. But sometimes what they're trying to achieve also rests on their belief of themselves. How do others perceive me? How do I believe others to perceive me? Is very very different. The last one, actually, I want to I want to pull on on is embracing authenticity. Coaches and mentors encourage clients to embrace their authentic self, and often people believe their authenticity is the promulgation of who they think they should be, and that's where people come unstuck. That's the politician's answer: What does my constituency want me to say? What does this dispatch box want me to say? And that's not authentic. What we do is help people embrace their authenticity. This self-acceptance fosters a stronger belief in who they are, allowing them to be more comfortable and confident in their own skin. That's one of the ones that I really push for. Right, a question here from somebody abroad, not in the UK. How do I know if I need coaching or mentoring? Wow, that's a really good question. It's one that I talk about often on this podcast with our guests. Determining whether you need coaching or mentoring often depends on your specific goals, your specific challenges, and what you're looking to achieve. So I've pulled together five considerations that might help you decide which path will be suitable for you. I pulled out five for coaching. I've pulled out five for mentoring. All right. Coaching. It might be the right choice for coaching if you have specific short-term goals. Coaching is typically goal oriented We covered that. So do I need coaching? Have you got some specific short-term goals? Do you need coaching? Well, do you seek personal development? Ask yourself that. Do I need coaching? Do you value self-discovery? Answer that to yourself. Do you need coaching? Do you prefer a self-directed approach? Answer that. Do I need coaching? Do you have a specific challenge or issue? So ask yourself those five questions. And depending on your answer, yes, you may well want some coaching. Simple as that. Do I want mentoring? Ah, mentoring may be more appropriate if you want guidance from an experienced professional. Or you're looking for a long-term career development, or you need industry-specific knowledge, or you want to learn from real-life experiences, or you seek sponsorship or advocacy. Mentors can not only offer guidance, but also advocate for your professional growth, helping you access opportunities and resources within your industry. So it's important to know that coaching and mentoring are not mutually exclusive, people say, do I need coaching or do I need mentoring? You can engage in both depending on your needs and circumstances. Additionally, some hybrid approaches such as mentor coaching blend these elements of both coaching and mentoring to provide actually for some people what is a well rounded development experience. Ultimately, your decision should be based on a clear understanding firstly of your objectives and the type of support and guidance you're seeking to reach your goals and overcome your challenges. So there's a. have given you 10 examples there, five for coaching, five for mentoring. So if you're sat there thinking, I think I might need a coach or I think I might need a mentor, you can blend the two or you can answer those questions and that will give you some guidance. It won't give you a categorical answer. You might start one and think, actually, I think I need a bit more coaching rather than mentoring. Or actually, I might need some consultancy over coaching. So it's important that your decision is based on your objectives okay let's have a look will the popularity gosh wow will the popularity of mentoring and coaching transform society this question i read the other day and i wrote a few notes to him because this one is a tough one i believe it will the popularity of mentoring and coaching has the potential to influence and i believe transform society in several ways and i've listed a few. I've listed sort of 10 quick things why I believe mentoring and coaching will change, influence, transform society. And they're things that I think we ought to strive to do, even if we're not taking mentoring or coaching in a formal capacity. So the 10 things it will create an enhanced personal development. Individuals need to engage in mentoring and coaching because they can experience personal growth and development. I think it will improve leadership. Effective coaching and mentoring can develop strong leaders. And this is a society we need stronger leaders. It will transfer skills and knowledge. What we used to call sharing best practice, but skills and knowledge are things that we need in our lives in order to remain relevant, powerful, influential. It will increase innovation. Coaching and mentoring can encourage encourage creativity and innovation. Individuals have the space and support to explore their ideas safely. They can contribute positive changes and advancements in various aspects of their life or work. The obvious one, career advancement and economic growth. You know, if we we upskill ourselves, we all become more skilled. Therefore, we are more productive. Therefore, we're more impactful in the economic world. I believe, and this is a big one for me, I believe that coaching and mentoring can transform society by creating stronger communities. We can help build stronger, more resilient communities in which we live. We foster a sense of unity, shared value by promoting collaboration, mutual support, mutual respect. Obvious one, mental health and well-being. Coaching and mentoring in the context of mental health and well-being can lead to more emotional, healthy and resilient society. You know, the, the the explosion of well-being and mental health and the right explosion of well-being and mental health awareness is huge. And coaching and mentoring can help that in society as a whole. Diversity and inclusion. This is ever more becoming more popular. We play a role in promoting diversity and inclusion. We help individuals from underrepresented groups gain access to opportunities and support their advancement in various aspects and segments of our culture and society lifelong learning cultures, you know, as mentors and coaches, we are reinforcing a culture of continuous learning and self-improvement. We don't hit that plateau anymore. We can't say I'm there. We might in our career, we might become the governor of the Bank of England. We might become the prime minister. We might become head of the United Nations, but actually me as a person, we never stop continually improving ourselves, learning ourselves. You know, reinforces a culture of continuous learning, self-improvement. That leads to a society that values education, that values personal development throughout our personal lives. And ultimately, it leads to social change and advocacy. We empower clients to become advocates for positive social change. We inspire individuals to address social challenges and contribute to a better world. It's important to note that the extent of this social transformation will depend on various factors, including the accessibility of coaches and mentoring, the quality of our coaches and mentors, the broader social and economic context in which we live, and the impact will vary from one society to another, depending on cultural, economic, and political factors. But in some, while coaching and mentoring can contribute to positive social changes, I also recognise that coaching and mentoring is one part of a larger puzzle for comprehensive transformation we need to be part of a broader ecosystem of supportive factors and policies ultimately you know I, I i sit here and i i work with organizations and individuals and charities and it's because the intrinsic and immeasurable value of each individual person is a fundamental principle that underpins my understanding of human dignity and the worth of you, every single person. The concept of individual value, you know, it transcends cultural or social or economic boundaries, representing a core aspect of our shared humanity. You know, some key aspects highlighting the, the value, the individual value of each person. You all have an inherent worth. That's my starting point when I work with people. You have an inherent worth. Every person possesses an inherent worth simply by being human. This worth is not contingent on external factors such as wealth or status or achievements. It's an integral part of our existence. You all have a unique identity. The starting point of me working with any person is that that person is a unique individual. You've got distinct qualities, experiences and perspectives. This individuality contributes to the rich tapestry of human diversity, making our world more colorful and more dynamic. I start every coaching or mentoring relationship with the belief that there is potential for growth. Every individual has the potential for growth, development, self-improvement. Let me tell you, you are not a static being. You have the ability to learn, adapt, and change throughout your life. You also have a huge capacity for contribution. Every single person has the capacity to contribute positively to the society in which you live and the world in which you dwell. Your unique talents and skills and perspectives enable all of us to make meaningful contributions in so many unfathomable various ways. Relationship building. Your individual value is evident in your capacity to form meaningful relationships with others. You can connect with people on emotional, intellectual and spiritual levels, enriching not just your life, but the life of those around you. Respect and dignity. I start every relationship respecting you and giving you dignity. Recognizing the individual value of each person is the foundation for treating others with respect and dignity. This principle has to be at the heart of human rights, social justice and equality and mentoring and coaching and consultancy. Understanding the worth of each individual fosters empathy and compassion. It enables us to better relate to the experiences and struggles of others, leading to greater understanding and support. Ask yourself honestly as a leader, am I empathetic? Am I compassionate to those who I lead? Am I creating more empathetic and compassionate leaders? Equality, acknowledging the intrinsic value of each person is the cornerstone of the belief in equal rights for all. It underlies the principle of equal treatment, regardless of your race, gender, religion, or other characteristics. Moral and ethical framework. Our individual value is the central component of moral and ethical framework. Your individuality guides your decisions and your actions. It encourages you to act in ways that respect the dignity and rights of other people. Human potential. The individuality of each of you encourages the belief in the untapped potential inside you. That is key. Personal autonomy. It implies that individuals have the right to make choices about your own life, your own well-being, as long as it doesn't harm others. You know, and this is one of the issues we find in leadership. So many leaders are self-centered, egotistical, and you as a follower will go to the slaughterhouse because of the whim of a leader. Legacy and impact. Every person leaves a mark on this world. Whether through their interactions with loved ones, their work, their contributions to society, this enduring impact reflects the value of each of you individually. What is your legacy? What is your impact? And I'm not talking about after your death. I'm talking about today. What's your legacy at this meeting you're going into? What's your impact to this confrontational situation? What's your impact to this low morale team of followers? What's your impact to an unrealistic, Uh, timetable of project management? What's your legacy when you leave? Have you upskilled yourself and those around you? Embracing the unique qualities and backgrounds of individuals enriches our communities and societies. So valuing and celebrating diversity is an essential aspect of recognising individual worth. So there's just a few things, I think, in a way that mentoring and coaching can impact and change and transform society in which you live i think it's so important for that to be recognized in essence the individual value of each of you is a cornerstone of shared humanity it's a principle that underscores the importance of respecting and cherishing every person we encounter their experiences their potential And when we start acknowledging this intrinsic worth, we can build a more compassionate, just and inclusive office, organization, family, workplace, village, street, community, and a world that values and empowers every individual, irrespective of their background, circumstances or abilities. Wow, we've covered a lot of questions. We've covered a lot of topics what I would say to you is, don't think that coaching or mentoring or consultancy is never for you. I hope I've reached somebody who thinks, gosh, that might be an opportunity for me to get involved. I'm going to do another one. I'm going to do another ask me anything in a month or so, because I love these questions that are coming in. And often this is the only form for people to ask them without being charged 50 quid or without having to get an online course or without having to uh, employ a, a coach, a mentor, a consultant. So please come back with any feedback. Email me admin at eaglecoach dot business, and my team will get back to you. Comment uh, on the platform in which you rate this podcast. And as an aside, as I close, I want to tell you that November is my giving. Month. It's my giving month. So I've reduced the book, The Life I Lead, which talks about everything I've just tried to sum up in answering those questions. The book is on Amazon. You can get it on Amazon directly, or you can go to the website, www.eagletransformationalcoaching.com, and there's the link there. And I've reduced the book from £9.97 down to £5.97 for the entire month of November. Amazing. Below the tip of the iceberg, the course, which helps you identify the submerged issues to your leadership. That course has been reduced from £147 down to £79 for the whole of November. Sales, sales, sales. And next week, I'll tell you a little bit about a free opportunity for you to be coached for free by me for 45 minutes. I'm doing a week of free coaching in November. Details will be out on social media and the website um, over the next day or so, I think, Um so look out for that. Free coaching, 45 minutes, no strings attached, no upsell, no nothing. This is my month of giveaway. Listen, it's been great to get these questions. I hope you listen to this podcast more than once. Get yourself in a quiet space, get yourself on a run, get yourself down the gym, walk the dog, long journey, and put the headphones back in and listen to it. Because I truly believe that you know coaching and mentoring will transform not only your life, but the organization in which you're following or leading the street in which you live, the family in which you live with and the community in which you dwell. Until next week, I wish you all a wonderful week. If you're in leadership, be kind, be compassionate, be empathetic, find purpose, scope, focus and relationship. And if you're in fellowship, be enthusiastic, be compassionate, be generous with your mood, with your effort and your initiative. And I wish you all a fantastic week and catch up same place, same time. Take care. Goodbye. Thank you very much for tuning into the Life I Lead podcast. I really hope that something resonated with you today. If there's one thing I want you to remember, it's that you are also capable of being an inspiring leader. So I invite you to be fully present and fully alive to situations that may call you to step up and lead as i say to everyone on my coaching courses tell yourself aloud every day i am enough i am influential i am a leader join us again next week on monday at 7am and between now and then remember the words of eisenhower you don't lead by hitting people over the head that's assault not leadership